Hello and welcome to Don't Tell Me What to Do, the astrology podcast. I'm Lisa Kiss, your host, and I'm also an astrologer, teacher, and conscious business guide. This podcast is named after one of my favorite sayings and expressions to live your life. We're all here to experience life in our own unique ways. So keep listening to explore different views of living life through astrology, business, and personal development as we go through the Zodiac seasons together and with our guests. Hello and welcome back to this episode of the podcast. So since it is Leo season, right now and as I'm recording this, I'm going to be talking about my confidence in selling journey and business. So there's a few reasons why I'm choosing this for Leo season. The first is because Leo rules my like second house of like money. So I find that I'm, I sell more during Leo season. Like it's just a thing for me, but um, Leo season and like confidence can apply to absolutely everybody but look to see where like leo season is in your chart and it'll kind of give you an energy like a idea of where your energy is right now so basically uh selling is just sharing that's that's what my my mentor teacher has explained and i'm like it, it helps because like a, a sales pitch doesn't have to be fancy. It literally can just be like, hey, this is what I'm working on. And you're just giving them an invitation to sign up for it if it's right for them at that time in their life. And if it's not, then they won't. But then they, they heard about it and maybe they'll come back to it later. Yeah. Sometimes people think um, sales has to be like pushy or sleazy. Um, and that's not the case. So I'm going to go way back to my first ever job to begin talking about selling. So my first ever job was a sales associate. And to be honest, I absolutely hated the fact that sales was in my title. I did that for about two years and then I moved um, into a, a visual merchandising role, which I liked so much better. But in the two years that I did sales, I was 16 to 18. And I never viewed myself, or even when I was in the role, I never ever wanted to like push people to buy things. I worked in in a department store in retail. So it wasn't a small store, it was a big store. So I felt like when people were in the store, they kind of knew what they wanted. They just sort of needed help finding it. I remember I would get like, because you could check your sales on the on the cash register and it was cool. And I remember seeing one day, like it was a Saturday, so busy, busy. And I like was just standing on the cash register. Like, and when you're at the cash register, you're not actually selling anything. People, they've decided and you're just like processing payment basically. And I stood at the register for like four or five hours, right, before my break. So like lower back probably was killing me. If I was young, probably I was fine. But um, like $6,000 in sales just by standing there for five hours, like check, like, you know. And I would have made that shift, not even on like what minimum wage was at the time. 
so that's just interesting, right? But like 6K in sales. And I was like, oh my God, like it's so busy. But I remember like people would come up and they'd be like, oh, I'm looking for this. Do you have this? And I'd be like, yep. And I would just show them where. And then it was up to them whether they wanted to buy it or not. I didn't push anything. Um, but just the way the world views um, money and everyone has like some kind of issue or different viewpoint on money and the way people even view selling and how they don't want to be sold to or they just think someone is going to start like attacking them or something. I always made sure I said hi to everybody because that's just polite. So I remember it was like quiet and I was like basically doing visual merchandising, like rearranging everything. And someone would walk by and I'd be like, hello, how are you? And so many people would be like, fine. And then they'd walk away. And I'm like, oh, shit, okay. Because it's like they immediately thought I was going to try to like sell them something. And I'm like, I'm just saying hello because you walked by, but okay. And even that can feel really, really discouraging, right? But then there are other people who are like, hi, how are you? And they're like, hello, right? And then some people, when you say that hello, they're like, yeah, I'm looking for this, right? You're inviting them to like share. Um, sometimes, you know, you said hi to somebody, they're still in your area. You're like, do you need help finding something? Are you browsing? Right. And some people can get really touchy when you ask them those things. Um, and (laughs) you're literally just doing your job because you need to make sure like someone's not wandering and how you, how I would think of it now is like that person is in search of something and it might make their life better. And if they leave without it, well, then they're they're still like searching for something when they could have had something to simplify their life, right? Now, I'll tell you the department I worked in at the department store. I worked in like the the bra, lingerie, um, like the socks, like hosiery, like all that, like all that kind of stuff. I think it was also accessories too, like sunglasses, scarves, handbags. Like that was my like section. But a lot of people would come in for bras. Now bras suck. Like like bras are like a horrible invention. Um, There are certain bras I wouldn't recommend, but so many people, like so many women would come in and just be like, I need a new bra. And honestly, do bras make your life a little more like simple? Like if you need it for a certain situation, like going to, to work and making sure that like certain things are covered and things like that. Like, like, yes. So you, if someone comes in and they're like on for, like they're searching for a bra, they need to, you want them to leave with the right fit for them. Like literally, but some people are just really, really weird about it. (laughs) So, um, I don't know if that's why you always have to look back to your past experiences to like, why is selling in my business hard? Well, my first experience selling was dealing with a lot of people who would be like, oh my God, like I'm, I'm just looking, like leave me alone. And it's like, okay, like, right, you get that pushback. So that was like my first experience with selling was being a sales associate at like 16. Then I'll go into when I started my business. Um, it was a social media agency. So me selling was basically like I would do like consult calls with people who reached out because I basically got referrals and that's how I ran my business truthfully. Um, And I would do consult calls and kind of just explain what I did very tactically. And then people would like, and like they would hire me to do their social media management. 
Now, I tried to sell a lot online, like on Instagram and through email. And to be honest, I never got a sale through Instagram for social media management, which is funny. But through referrals and recommendations, that's how I that's how I got people. And when you have someone like backing you, um, it's easier to close the sale if they already know somebody who knows you who said something good, right? When I changed my business to be astrologer and conscious business guide, mentor, consultant, whatever word, um, I actually got sales through Instagram, which I was mind blown because I could never get like a Actually, you know what? I think I maybe got a social media strategy session consult like through Instagram booked, but never management because management is like a higher monthly fee with a contract. So it's a little bit of a different selling experience. But people, I think my first like 10 natal chart readings were booked through Instagram. And I was like, wow, this is so cool. And I literally just shared, hey, readings are open, readings are open, readings are open, book a reading. I didn't even really explain what happened in a reading. I was just like, they're open for the month, book them now, like very basic, basic stuff. Um, so last, okay, we're, we're skipping around many years here, but I'm going to talk about 2021. So I had moved into my own place and I was still doing some social media stuff. But I had a lot of time because I have systems and I have systems that I did for that. So it didn't take up that much of my time, honestly. Um, so I had like all this extra time and I was kind of bored as a Gemini and I had all these ideas. And I look back on my Instagram and you can scroll scroll down to see from like May to September of 2021, I was busy bee on Instagram. I was selling. I was talking about um, – my programs, my new ideas. I, I was on there selling. I was doing video. I was using the microphone I'm using right now. Like I was very much into it. Now, there was no strategy. I kind of was just selling. But then also there was this energy of like, I needed to make more money. Because I, for the first time in my life, had consistent outgoing expenses, aka like my shelter. Because I, I lived by myself. I got a new place. And so I was like, okay, if I have this new place and I have, you know, freelance social media work, it's not cons- like nothing is consistent. I was like... I need to be making more. I need to be. So that also was driving, like a driving uh, force. But also I'd honestly say uh, boredom and my creativity was like almost flourishing. Also just being in like a new space that was just mine and nobody could bother me. So there's that too. But I was coming from a place of need. Now, when you sell from a place of need, you're in a scarcity mindset. And the way you're selling and your tone of voice and your confidence and everything, it really, really, really um, can come off weird to people. And people just pick up a weird vibe, right? Now, the reason why I think it comes off on a weird vibe is because if your root chakra is not stable, you can't sell. So like your root chakra is right at the bottom. It's red. It is things like shelter and food, (laughs) very basic things. And then your sacral chakra is your creative energy. And you can kind of sell from that point but it allows you to create things maybe to sell and then 
your solar plexus is really where you sell from like your confidence center, but then your throat chakra has to be activated. So like you can open your mouth to like speak out the, <clears throat> the sharing. So I was selling from my root chakra, right? Because I was like, I need this. I need this. It's not a good idea to sell from your root chakra. So what I did is I got a full-time job in September of 2021 or August of 2021, I guess. And the moment I had a salary with a consistent pace, like, you know, paycheck schedule, my root chakra was like rooted. And what I did is I was like creating things and I was teaching and I was doing readings. But if you look on my Instagram from like September to like September 2021 to like March of 2022, I'm like not selling at all. I'm like barely posting. And I talked to my coach about this and I was like, yeah, I'm just like not selling right now. I don't really know why. Could have been winter. I could have been hibernating, didn't want to. I could look at my natal chart and see, okay, maybe maybe these aren't the selling seasons for me. I also recommend that you look to see what your selling seasons are. I do think that there's a great insight in there. But it was almost like I felt like I didn't have to sell or I didn't, I didn't, I felt like I didn't need to sell. So like I went from like, I need, I need, I need okay, I have a salary. I can breathe for a moment here. I don't need to sell this anymore. But then I like stopped selling and I was like, okay, wait, wait, wait. But like, I want, I want a business, which means I want to sell, right? You don't have to sell. Like, to be honest, like I don't have to, um, run, a business. I don't have to get sales. I don't have to get natal chart readings because yeah, sure. My expenses are covered, but I always say, why settle? Why not give yourself more, right? Why settle for just one revenue stream, right? Like, like give yourself more. You deserve more, right? That's a different rant, but I almost went through this period of like, okay, I don't, I don't need to anymore. So I'm just going to not. Now my, I think my nervous system was honestly kind of trying to get used to having a full-time job. My nervous system was, I think just taking a breath, like, okay, I don't have to worry. I'd been worrying maybe for three months. Okay. Let's calm down. Let's not like, let's not have to worry. Um, so you could say that, right? Like I was just allowing my body to rest, but I did a lot of resting and I'm now full steam ahead with the selling. And what I used to do is I used to like sell and tell people like once and then be done with it. And I'm like, they should know, right? <laughs> so I'm going to tell a little story of the free class I just had, the Midheaven Masterclass. I just had that for my um, program, my Midheaven programs, my mentorship programs. I have an accelerator, a long-term mentorship, and a group program. And so um, I normally can get like five people to sign up for a free class, right? Because it's free. And then maybe three people would show up. That's what happened in the past. Now, that's me talking about it, maybe sharing it one time, two times, three times, not talking about it a lot, right? I created a week-long strategy on announcing the free class and then doing a post every single day after that for like six more days up until the day before I had the free class and I was I would talk about something different and then at the end be like register for the free class right there's your call to action and I would I can actually open it up probably and tell you what my topics were that might be like helpful 
And the results I got from this consistency honestly amazed me. So okay, here we go. On July 15th, I said announcing the free class, right? And I probably did something in my stories where I was like, free classes are coming. If you want early access, give me, drop your email. And I told those people first. I think I got like five people just there who gave me their email. I also did uh, one or two email newsletters to also get people to sign up there because email list people are different than Instagram people. And I think I shared on Facebook, but I don't really know how that worked. Um, I'm not a Facebook person really. Then on July 16th, I said, there are some new podcast episodes, where to look in your nail chart for business, all the business astrology. And then I was just like, also, I'm running this free class, you know, DM to register. Then I was like, moments from cancer season, because I do that with every season. Then it was like healing through running a business, like with the Chiron and Aries transit for me. Then it was like, you know, sign up for the and I talk about the limiting yourself and wanting more things like midheaven. What does this mean? Like, what is what is the midheaven? Oh, remember, sign up. That's July 19th. Then on July 20th, it's like your astrological layers. Don't forget to sign up for the class. And then on July 21st, I did the free class. And then after I taught the free class, I recorded my energy after, which was very, very, very like almost hyper, but extremely grateful. And I posted that on July 22nd saying, hello, the programs are open to enroll. Here are the details. And I'm like chatting about it. And I have a new strategy going forward to share each Midheaven placement, book the Midheaven mini with me, and let's see if the this program is a fit for you so I can hit. I have certain sales goals I want to hit. I do not need a lot of people to register in the program because capacity-wise because I have a full-time job, but, um, you know, there's one spot open for mentorship. And to fill that would mean the world to me because I need to help somebody build their business. has absolutely nothing to do with the, the, the money, right? So, but me being consistent with talking about the class, I got 16 people who signed up for my class and six people showed up, which is to be expected. 16 people registered. That's never happened to me before. I couldn't believe it. And what happens is I would always think like, oh, if people are sharing their program a lot, it means that no one signed up and they need they need more people to sign up. And I'm like, that's not true because I had a lot of people signed up. I could have stopped at like eight people and been like, I, this is sufficient. But I was like, this is so exciting. There's eight people. Let's see if more will sign up. Like almost like a game and you're building momentum from it, right? Like it's really cool. So if you see someone sharing something a lot, it doesn't mean that no one has signed up. It means that maybe a few people have and they're building that momentum with it because we all have these little weird things in our head, right? Because I feel like I used to post stuff or if I post it more than once, I'm like, I'm annoying people. Okay, we need to all get rid of that like little inner thought because I work in marketing social media during the day and like the amount of content people consume in a day, they may or may not remember seeing something from you. They may be like, oh yeah, I saw something from that Lisa Kiss who does the astrology. I forget what it said though because they have their own lives and they're also consuming a ton of other content online, right? So you have to almost mention it a lot and quote unquote be annoying. You're not being annoying, but you you constantly have to say it because people will forget. You have to remind them. So instead of like, oh, I have to be annoying and share it. Like, no, I'm coming on to remind you what I talked about because 
this needs to reach the person who's seeking it, right? So what I guess I'm saying with the confidence and selling journey in business is like, regardless if you try to set up your business where you don't need sales, like try to do something else to support yourself that's consistent so that you want to sell and you don't feel like you need to or have to. Um, The languaging is very important. Like you should never say need or try and my one of my mentors is really big on the languaging but try to set something up where like your something is paying for your basic needs so that you can um run your business and not feel pressured and then um set up a strategy for yourself and try to work on limiting beliefs. I mean, I've done so much tapping and meditation, hypnosis, affirmations, which just over the last year I've been doing it and your mindset slowly will change. So there's that too. That's like the energetics of it. But you like, I do think having a strategy this year has helped me actually like land clarity calls and, you know, get someone to be like, yes, I'm interested in your program. Like that didn't happen that easily last year. And you almost have to like commit to yourself first and then remove yourself from the selling, right? So yes. And then the selling journey has also stemmed into my day job when it comes to asking your for like promotions. And demanding that you are um, getting your value in terms of salary. So I like to think that my root chakra accepted an offer. And I'm now in my, I've moved up to my solar plexus and I'm demanding more. And you need to do that almost because like, don't settle. And what happened is when I accepted the offer, I was in root chakra mode. And I like, I think I just settled. I didn't want to negotiate because I was like, oh my God, what if they take it away? Like, I need this, right? So I'm at a different point in my life now where I'm like, nope. They more so, when you're you're at a job for a while, and if if I were to leave the work, like, they don't have anyone to replace me, right? So you, it's more like they need me more than I need them in a way. But I do need the job, of course, but um, always, like always negotiate, always negotiate. But if you want a promotion and you see yourself moving up in a company, tell them, tell them that's why. Like first tell them what you want and then tell them why and then almost give them a plan of how you're going to get there. It makes the um, manager's jobs easier. So that's everything. Let me know your selling journey. Mine has been like really weird and up and down and all over the place, but I'm finally in a point now in my life where I'm like, gotta sell. And to be honest, right now I'm selling a lot in the summer. You'll see it on Instagram. You might see it on the podcast. I'm selling, selling, selling. And then I'm selling though for things to start in the fall. And then in the fall, I'll be selling for like winter. Always sell ahead of time. Your future self will thank you. Create a quarterly planning thing. I'm thinking about doing a workshop about quarterly planning. It's a a practice that my mentor has done and I absolutely um, love it because if if it's like it's 
July 31st I record this and like if you don't know how you're making money in August then like what like you have to just it can just be one thing like for example like for me natal chart readings I only am now selling them between November to February and that's like on purpose based on past data and stuff based on when readings are booked the most when they're the most popular so um yeah but you can just pick something that simple like let's say you do tarot you you promote tarot readings every other month and then you promote something else in between that or you get to do what you want because it's your business but having a plan I keep saying now like if you don't have a plan you plan to fail my Mars and Virgo comes out and is like okay guys Let's create effective systems that almost make your life easier so then even selling won't feel as, like, intense, right? So that's everything. If you have more questions on selling, though, let me know, and I can do more content on it as I'm literally going through the journey. I am in no way an expert. <laughs> I'm just learning along with everyone. So, um, yes, thank you for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'd love to hear from you on Instagram or by leaving a rating or review. It would also mean the world to me if you subscribe to this podcast, if you enjoy today's episode. If you'd like to support the podcast and continue to discover the don't tell me what to do vibration, there are three different ways you can keep listening to these podcast episodes that I put out weekly. You can also purchase the subscription version of the podcast, which is new, for exclusive episodes, or you can purchase my book, which has the exact same name as this podcast. So with so much love and gratitude, see you very, very soon in the next episode.